let me say this. I'll go to places and stuff. You ever seen those bootleg calendars? Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I call them bootleg calendars because like they might have like a hot, a hot babe. And I'm saying a hot babe because I don't see in a lot of black places and stuff like that, whatever, but right. a hot babe right. buy a car and it's like January's photo, February's photo. There's some guy out there rubbing one out to those oh, yeah. bikini type photos. Oh, yeah. Kim Kardashian has gone more risque than those photos. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, she's probably made a lot of men happy in more ways than we can think about. <laughs> but her she's brand, still not a man. Her brand is purely for women. Everything that she creates, down to the down to, to the, the the TV shows or the, the reality television, mm-hmm. those are that all of that is geared towards women. So how she ended up on the cover of GQ magazine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm not GQ. You, you gotta you gotta explain that because this is a magazine for men. It's not like it's a magazine for women. Although I'm pretty sure there may be some women who may might want to look into it to see how men are thinking or get a man's perspective. They might want to pick that up, right? Mm. But essentially, it's a magazine for men. So I'm picking this up. And I see Kim Kardashian on the cover. What is she offering me other than eye candy? And the photo of that. I, I didn't see the spread. I didn't see inside the GGQ. I just seen the cover. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is on the inside. But the cover is not nothing to rub anything up to. <laughs> you can't win. Talking a good game. You can't win. Topics never lame. You can't win. Hi, I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe, all of the above. At ParticleSons.com. All streaming platforms, Particle Sons Podcast. And all social medias at Particle Sons. Don't forget. Thank you for rocking with us. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Start. Let's start the action. Got some real solid followers. Some real solid followers. Thank you for being here. Action ready to start. Much like the snow that fell. Sharks. It's not the first time the snow fell, though. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's, no? No, it snowed and stuff, whatever I want to say, probably about... A little bit before Halloween, like around to say the twenty fourth or something like that, whatever. Oh, but it couldn't have been that much, was it? Was it like this snow, wasn't like much? Snow sticky? This, snow sticky? this wasn't much. Uh, this is gone. Oh, no, 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 you did not. This is not much here. Where I gotta go after here, <laughs> much more. Okay. Uh, well, we don't experience that here, yeah. so yeah, that doesn't not really yet. affect not everybody. Yet. Just you, not yet. Just you. Yes, that's why I hate it. Okay. Um. Get into the the, the dig of things and stuff like that. We hear. Uh, start with the polls, man. All right. First poll said, "Who loves money more, men or women?" What you got? The results and stuff. Whatever was twenty was seventy one. Yeah. Percent women, twenty nine percent men. Okay. Okay. What'd I was on. I was on team men for the, for the loving of money more. Tell me why. Well, I mean, for the for the fact that we know it. We can't really survive without it. We we don't got the feminine wiles that that these women do, that you know, seem to take it from the men who have it. Um, not a lot of men out there taking it from the women who have it. So we we got to fight for our own. 
I feel like men don't require much. A man, a man doesn't require much and stuff for there. So I think like if his money can take him to, I mean, there's always, let's say this, mm. there's always a post where <clears throat> they'll say a man's living mediocre or something like that where, okay, he wants to take a woman to like Red Lobster for a first date and everything like that. Right. And a woman wants the man to spend more money to go to some other place and stuff, right. whatever. That requires more money. Yes, it does. Women requires more money. Yes, it does. Now, there's other living arrangements where I've seen photos of, I think, a TV on the ground. <clears throat> TV on the ground, air mattress, probably by outlet or something like that, whatever, and said, this is a guy's apartment. There's no chance of hell that a woman would have her spot like that. No. Because men don't require that much money. So, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that small, meager means and stuff, whatever, will get the man happiness. But that's a man that doesn't want a woman. I can't speak for them. Yeah, you can't speak for them. I don't feel like that. I feel like those same guys are still bringing chicks there to smash on whatever mattress that's on the ground. Yeah, I know that for a fact. The quality chicks. I don't know. Why would you say it's quality? quality chicks. Why would you say it's quality though? Well, I mean, I wouldn't know if it's quality chicks. I want to be smashed on the ground. There's not, just there's not smashed on the ground, but that's what I'm saying. They're on the air mattress and everything. Like, why is it quality chicks? Now you have to. You have to explain your stand by your words, man. Good, but I don't know much chicks that would like it slam on an air uh, an air mattress. That's my word. That's right. the, the women I know. Have you, you may know some different women. I don't know any. Have you fucked a woman in, outside on the ground before? On a bench. But that was when I was a boy. And, and she was a girl. I have not screwed a woman. And so you don't think that's a quote that a woman would be okay with being screwed and stuff in there? Because some women like spot some women spontaneity. Like, some women like spontaneity. Right, and some women are like the difference and stuff. For and then there's other women that see the potential within a man and stuff like that. Whatever. I I don't I don't agree. You should build your your relationship amongst potential more than like right ambition. Right. But I look at it stuff. It still happens. It happens. And it's, that's what I'm saying. It's not really the women that I know and stuff. Whatever. But I just in general stuff, it's still happening and stuff. Whatever. Like that, where a woman's like, I don't care what the guy has in this house, as long as he has potential, or as long as he. He's building towards a dream and all that type of stuff. And that's women. So that's something like, where are you getting this data from? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a lot of women like that. That's that's where I get my data from. I know a lot of women of either you come with something that's equal to the table or you come with something that's more. Mm. I feel like a woman can never have too many shoes and purses. There's a limited amount. That's right. the, that's the slogan. Right. That's why I feel women need more money. They require, they love more money. Than men, but some women will go find out that find that man to go buy that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Some men will just be like, "Yeah, you know what? I live the hermit life. I rock with myself, and I'm cool with doing that because I can, I can. I'm always good within my means. Mm -hmm. A man, a man will always be good within his means, right? right? But as soon as he feels like, okay, he's gonna go look and put on that other hat of of that that supporting dude or that that nurturing dude. He's not looking at it as, okay, I got to be of something of worth to bring to the table. And if I don't have that value of worth, then I'm not going to be able to compete against the other guy. What do you mean? Speak on that. Like, For instance, we know a lot of men who are not good looking. Okay. Right? But they figure out the cheat code that you don't have to be. You just have to be a provider. So let me go ahead. Get the good job or get the, you know, get the good career mm -hmm. where I can build up whatever I need to build up. Mm -hmm. 
and then be that person where I just have to place myself in the right position. And with the money that I've achieved and earned, everything else will fall in place for me. I see men who just good looking men, right? Who don't have nothing in place. And yeah, they'll smash the one or two, but keeping something quality, I, I haven't seen it. From my, from my side, I haven't seen it. I've seen tons of situations, stuff like that, where there's dudes and stuff don't bring nothing to the table. Yeah. And he's with a woman and the woman will hold it the fuck down. And because I guess it works for their world and everything. I don't know if it's, if it, I don't want to say if it's emotional. <sighs> I don't want to say emotional. Let's say if it's something where the woman lacks um, confidence. And I guess this day she feel like this guy might be the only type of guy that might accept her or anything like that. But then the situations and stuff where like it, it goes down and stuff, whatever, tons. I have a friend whose mother was with a guy and stuff, whatever, like that for years and stuff until like, like he did something else to kind of break the camel's back. Right. Where she ended the relationship and stuff, whatever. Okay. And it was kind of like the guy was just there. So even the, the running joke was that like he must have phenomenal sausage because he doesn't work. He doesn't. Like what Cardi B said, I don't cook, I don't clean, but I still got the ring. Right, right. right? And I feel like there's tons of women and stuff that still do, like, that that live that Cardi B kind of life. Yeah. Or, let me not say live the Cardi B life. The wording. Because Cardi B won't even allow her daughter to listen to WAP. No, right, right, right. right, right. But there's situations and stuff where, even men, there's men that have women and stuff that just don't do nothing but just fuck. Fucking suck. And she's there. Yeah. And he's just still providing and stuff for them. So I, I don't I don't I feel like it's a confidence kind of thing. The people that I interact and the people that I see and much as the information that I gather and stuff from like the world out there, it happens. I feel like there's still, let's say, out of a hundred men, I feel like there might be, let's say, hell, I even say 15 men that would have that money that means and stuff, whatever, to say they're going to take in and provide for a chick and stuff, whatever, just because. Just because. Just and then the rest out of the 100 men and stuff, whatever, don't have the means and stuff, whatever, to do that type of stuff. Now, we flip it on the other side. Right. When it comes to 100 women. Right. How many of the 100 women and stuff, whatever, will say that they would provide for a man and stuff, whatever, if he has nothing and stuff, whatever. That, that fraction of stuff is still way smaller compared yes. to the ones that want to be taken care of. Yes. Right? So that's why I look at it stuff was where well, a lot of women, especially in modern day times and conversations and stuff, some women just feel like vagina is enough to bring to the table, to make them the table. Yeah. So they require money, but the 15 men who have the money, they'll take them in on stuff, probably a side piece, maybe maybe a, a long-term wifey, I don't know. Right. But I do know and stuff for, their, for a fact, it's still not 100 men. So it's still 15 men compared to like, how many women that require money? That's why I say, from data wise, women love money more. Okay. Okay. The next poll says, is the world heading to hell? And that percentage and stuff was 72% said yes and 28% said no. Talk about it. Yes, no. How do you uh, feel? What do you no. say? I don't think it's. I don't think it's heading to hell. I think it's we're gonna have an uncomfortable change. Um, and it might take it might take a while to get through that. Mm -hmm. But I think what I think once we we navigate through all the changes that happens and it kind of settles down a bit, I think I think we'll be okay. What's the what's the change? 
Well, right now... the world is constantly changing with th- different things. Well, I think right now the, the, the biggest change is what we're seeing now is just coming forward to like how the monetary system is happening or how that's, how that's going to take place. They're looking to replace um, physical, physical cash with digital, right? That's one of it. And then just the way how things are, just how the way how things are operating now where we see AI taking over um, a lot of facets of, of the world. A lot of people, a lot of people are going to be replaced by AI. So it's to figure out those people who are being replaced by AI. So AI and money are two different things. AI, yeah. AI, AI and money are two different things. Right, right. right so that's right. what I'm saying. Which change is, which is the big change? No, I think there's tons of things changing out here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but like, I think those two, I think those two are, are going to be very detrimental, right? Like just, just how the system is now, right? Just mm. changing over from, from a cashless society to a cashless society. To what? From cashless society? From, from a, a cashless society to a cashless society. Okay. Right? That is going to take time. And then while it takes time, it's a lot of re-education Mm-hmm. For people who are are just used to dealing with just just straight cash mm-hmm. and not a cashless society, and then just the systems that are in place that deal with straight cash and just like now nah, how do we how do we get rid of that because I, they have to phase it out in order for this whole digital currency thing to take place and to just take charge. You can't have two systems and then feel like okay, we're gonna eventually get there. No, they're gonna have to figure out a way to just phase out that that physical dollars. So I think that's one of the changes that'll affect a lot of people. But the other one in my mind is like, is exactly what I'm saying, like the AI with it just replacing just, just, um, well, well, the jobs that we thought it would traditionally replace, Mm -hmm. yes, we've seen that. But there's a lot of stuff that we haven't seen or didn't foresee that it would, that it's replaced that. Now people are looking at it and saying, oh shit, it's going to replace my job too. Um, it's a funny thing, like so that makes them. That means the world is going is not going to hell because their job. No, it's, it's it's not going to hell, right? But it's going to be uncomfortable, right? Because now that like the one of the talks, one of the talks is okay. How do we put um, what do they, what do they call it? Um, they have a name for it, that the income where it's just they just give you an income. As opposed to you going out and earning it, because of what they're saying is like, now okay, an employment or a stipend. Um, no, there's an actual term for it. They they they've been talking about it for weeks. It slipped my mind. But basically, what they say, a basic income, where they give you okay, this is every year you get this amount of money, right? And going forward, it it won't be this amount of money. It'll be every year you'll get this amount of credit. I never heard right? of this. You never heard of the the, the basic income? Mm-mm. Okay, so. What they're proposing now, right, is they're saying, okay, people who are going to have their jobs replaced, mm-hmm. what do they do, right? Because at the end of the day, your job was there to help you make money. Your money is there to help you survive. So if you're not working to make that money, how do you survive? By looking for another job. Like if you were working at a factory and your job it was just to screw in, let's say, bolts and stuff into like a, a metal sheet or something like that. Right. Now they, they've created a robot that kind of just basically can replace your job. You have to look for another job in another kind of sector, right? But if you look, if you're looking at a job, okay. So let's say I have five hundred. No, let's say I have five thousand employees in one sector that say like makes cars, right? Okay. 
And then that company decides, okay, you know, we're screwing all those humans and just say, okay, only robots make cars, right? So that 5,000 now is now in the workplace. This is just one, this is just one company that's saying that, right? They're in the workplace. That, that, so that 5,000 now okay. is now in the unemployment sector, right? Okay. Looking to regain new skills, looking to get into a different type of job. To not earn this money, right? Right, another sector. Like another I was saying. sector, right? So that's that's five thousand there, right? Right. And then that's let's say that's happening to like three or four different car companies that's saying, okay, we're switching over. Like right? Fifteen to twenty thousand, right? So fifteen to twenty thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Are now looking into different areas, right? Which AI is also looking to replace. So it's not like you're gonna say, okay, I'm gonna do a job that is it's not. It, it's not going to be able to be done by AI because there's not going to be a lot of jobs that are not going to be able to be done by AI. Especially now that they're saying, okay, we can take the AI technology and throw them into the Androids. One of the biggest things, um, one of the biggest things that, that kept the, the, the auto worker alive was being able to finesse certain parts into a car. Okay. Right? The robot is it. The, the the robot the robots that they have now is like it's so straightforward that everything has to be one hundred percent in order for it to work. Okay. The plastic can't be out of shape a little bit, and the robot fix that. A human can. A human can notice the imperfections and say, "Okay, no, I can finesse this and make it work." All right. So you have a lot of finesse jobs that are on on like the the lines, right? But as the AI gets more intelligent. And these robots, like the like the dexterity that they're putting on these robots now, are coming to the point now where they can now finesse these things, right? So okay. a lot of these jobs where we traditionally we say, okay, AI and robots will not be able to replace, they're finding a way to replace these. So even when you're saying going into another sector, how long is that other sector going to be? So within the last, I think, so within the last two years ago, they were talking about a universal basic income, which basically is. So they're talking about, or did they do it? They're, they're talking about it. So it's, no one's it's, done it's, it yet. It's not in place. It's not in place yet. One hundred percent. Okay. They, they had. They've had something like a basic income, right? Where you like you got like something small, but it wasn't like employee in unemployment insurance. No, it wasn't even that. That that they have unemployment insurance, right? But okay. If you look, if you look, um. When you do your, your like your income tax, right? Okay. There's a line that says basic income. And that basic income line, it's got an amount there. So that means even if you don't work, even if you don't collect unemployment insurance, this, this basic income is guaranteed to you. So what they want to do now is they want to increase the basic income and then figure out a way how they make this now a standard thing because they're foreseeing a lot of people not being able to work and be able to sustain money to be able to sustain their lifestyle or, or just even their living. Forget about the So correlate this to the top question and stuff. Are we so, going to hell? Is the so, world going to hell? So then, so that's what I'm saying. So in between they figure that out, it's going to be a lot of shit that people have to go through. But I think once they figure it out, I just look at it as whenever I watch, whenever I watch Star Trek, like I, I, Star Trek for me is, always looks like an indicator where I just see people on a planet and I never see anybody working. I just see people walking up and down, just going about life casually. And it's like, that is where it's heading. Like, you don't work, 
everything else is working around you and you just you're just living. And in order for you to just living well, there's still gotta be there's either two things are gonna have to have to happen. Shit's gonna have to become free so you don't have to pay for it, or they're gonna have to give you a means in order for you to pay for it. I don't <clears throat> I don't think I agree with your thought. I don't because I feel like I don't think the world's going to hell because I feel like if you're a part of a different religion class, right. hell might not be the concept of stuff for you. Right. Um, pertaining to there's so many changes and stuff within the world, I don't think I don't think the cashless money system and stuff, whatever, is still top priority amongst things. I, is it something to be to not look at, whatever? No, I think it'd be foolish. Right. But I feel like that's not the top priority why people will feel like people the world's going to hell. I feel like employment would be a factor. Cost of living going up is a factor and stuff. Why people and stuff. And that has nothing to do with AI and stuff, right? right. Or the basic income thing you're, thing you're talking about. Right. I feel like morals and principles and stuff amongst people and stuff in the world, right. they vary. They vary and stuff because it's kind of like your parents could teach you an eye for an eye and my parents could teach me um, turn the other cheek. Right. So now, if we're in a situation where I cut you off in line or something like that, we don't know each other, I cut you off in line, we now have this, well, you create this moral conflict than I would, whatever, because my thing and stuff is, I'm raised from a world to turn the other cheek. Right. So if I bump into you or stuff, whatever, your parents taught you like, you know, an eye for an eye. Since I bumped into you, you should body check me back. I'm in this world where like, okay, I'm just going to turn the other cheek and let you go your way. We're having a lot of divides and stuff like that because the, every different, different household, different worlds, different morals, different principles, and standards. Right. That's part of my aspect where I feel like where the world might be going to hell, but I don't feel like it is because I said like the religion aspect and stuff is more of a Christianity-based type of thing for like pertaining to hell. Yeah. Islam is the most popular religion on the planet. Right. So that's why I don't feel like you, the hell aspect and stuff or the hell concept and stuff will be there. But I don't even I think when, 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 okay, when you pose or when you, when you ask me that question, I did like the religion, the religious aspect for me is far removed. I just look at hell as it like just being like, not it's good. just gone to shit. Yeah, just not good. Just gone to, just gone to shit. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, not to, not, if, if it's not good. Right. If it's not good and stuff, whatever, again, it's the unemployment aspect. Right. And it's the cost of living of things because I don't know how many people you talk to, but the amount of people that I speak to and stuff, whatever, their main concerns and stuff is, or complaints would be about things are so expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wages yeah. are not going up. And then every day you look at something and stuff, whatever, where like, I know people that legit live in a bubble where they don't watch the news. Right. That's asinine thinking to me. Right, right. Because I look at the stuff as like, once you walk out the door, you have to interact with the rest of the world and the rest of the world is moving sure. from what they see on the news. So if you don't watch the news and now you see people, everybody outside a mask, you're like, why is everybody wearing masks? Because you don't watch the news. Right. I look at it stuff as where if it's not going good, it's not been going good and stuff for a while. Okay for a while for a lot of people and stuff for that. and it just keeps stacking up with other things for people to kind of focus on but their worlds and stuff are not changing for the better good so it's not like you have the war on Ukraine but you got a raise you have the war on Ukraine but your gas prices is now going up right so even if you did get a raise 
your gas might be your your, your gas money is eating away eating some of your extra, from your rate. Eating extra, right? Right. I feel like, and again, like the people and stuff, the world, like global warming. I say this: global warming. The world is getting warmer, but people's hearts are getting colder. Mm. So I look at it stuff as where there's that. Mm, I don't want to say, the love thy neighbor concept. Yeah, I don't know what it's like in other religions, but I do know like it's, that's more in a Christianity Catholic faith, right? Where people don't even fuck with their neighbors. Nah. So then it's kind of looking like we, I guess, in a religious aspect, it would be more of a community. But even with particular religious, like I want to say, worlds, like I look at. You have Muslim, Muslim, or Islam, Islam. Right. Right? Islam, Islam. Palestinian, Islam. Palestinian people are suffering. Right. Then you have Dubai, kind of Islam. Mm -hmm. They're popping bottles. Right, right. They're living life. Right. It's still the same fate. Right. Right? But again, it's just the people and stuff from what they're seeing and their, their points of view. And again, what's more affecting to them and stuff is like, I don't say the money aspect and stuff for that, but again, it's the good because what do you put value on? I think also, I thought, I think also authoritarian, authoritarianism, authoritarianism is going to come into play. What's that? Where What's a that lot mean? of, where a lot of, a state is going to trump a lot of, of what religious beliefs stand for now or whatever you may think of religiously. They'll, they'll give you your religion, but they'll say, okay, what do you mean? What's the estate thing? What do you like? What, what does that mean? No, when I say the state, the state. Oh, itself. the state, like yeah, the, the government. Yeah, the government itself. Okay. Well, I say okay. Well, let you have your re religion, mm -hmm. but the authoritism, uh, the authority. <laughs> Y'all caught it the first time, right? <laughs> they um will say okay, yes, we'll let you have that, but it's not going to trump what we have here, right? So, like how you're the saying, government's run shit, right? So, like how you're saying here. One family over here is saying, we grew up with an eye for an eye, mm -hmm. right? The other family is over here saying, turn to, the the, turn to the other cheek, right? Right. The government is saying, hey, turn the other cheek. So you over here with an eye for an eye, we'll let you have that, but we'll, you can have that with your, within your confines. When, you can, when you're playing with, with, within the state level, you got you to gotta turn the other cheek. So now... If that's the case now, how much of it is is going to be dictated in the the future from just the just the state level? What we have to abide by. Forget about forget about religion itself. Like, what are they going to dictate going going forward? And then, how does that affect how people interact with each other? How does that affect how people even make money? How does that affect how going go forward? Because a uh, uh, Okay, a good example, let me go back to um, the digital currency, right? Okay. <clears throat> I believe it was, Niger I think it's Nigeria or, what, or one of the countries where overnight they said, okay, we're switching. Regardless if you want to or not, we're switching, right? So switching the, what? The, the, just how the, the monetary system is. So okay. we're going from just just their paper um, currency paper to, currency to, to digital. digital currency. Okay. Right? When that switch happened, whether you prepared, whether you were prepared for it or not, it didn't matter. You're, you're, you now have to now coincide or 
fall in line to what's now happening. Yeah, because this is what the state wanted. That, that's what the state wanted. Correct. Right? So if we're if we're moving to what the state wants, are, are we really arguing amongst ourselves at that point, or do we just have to shut up and go with the flow? They're still arguing amongst themselves because if, like, even for example, the state be the government of Canada right. talking about everybody should get the jab, you still have people who didn't get the jab. They didn't go with the state, and then you have people with stuff that did go with the state. Right. So what are you what are you saying? State didn't make it mandatory though. You you had to go get the jab. Was it mandatory that you had to go get the jab? No. For, if they for made, jobs. If for they jobs made, and employment. For jobs and employment. It but was if, mandatory. But if it was like mandatory, mandatory, if they said today, no, everybody has to get the jab. Then there's no choice in that matter, right? But then going back to what you were saying, people still arguing amongst themselves and stuff about that because there was time you were wit you witnessed where argue I themselves. went somewhere, right? We went somewhere together, and somebody's like, "Did you get the jab?" And now it's a kind of a, right. a thing amongst people. So argue that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you saying? Argue amongst themselves, yes, but I think once it becomes a point where it's it's dictated, those who want to argue, I don't think they'll have the capacity to argue with it. People I still, just, but I people still argue to... about gas prices, and it, it's still not our control. Gas prices, yeah, you, you In, infl inflation, you, all those type you of things. Argue about that stuff, they and still, you can, and you can argue about it and get away with it. You, they still know at the end of the day, you're still going to have to buy the gas. Is it regardless if you want to argue with it or not, right? If you argue against the jab, you don't have to get the jab, right? But if you argue against the gas, if you want to move. It's your problem. Like, you have to get gas. That's just one thing. That's why I always say. One thing when owning a car I can't argue with is insurance and gas. Because I know I need the two of them to operate the car. You do. I you do. do. Yes. Yeah, you do. Because yes. I'm going to say there's still public transit where you don't take public transit and stuff. So then right. from there, you have those people and stuff that say no to gas and then no to the insurance. Right, right. Right? Yes. It's still... And, and then I, you look at it and stuff as where... I guess it depends on region or sector and stuff where the people might be because I don't think public transit and stuff is viable for, well, if you live like on God's back somewhere and you work within the, like a metropolitan type of city to get from to and fro within yeah. respectable amount of time, yeah. public transit might not do you justice, right? Because let's say you might spend two to three hours on public transit and then you just might spend 30 minutes on the drive. And so, then there's some places where public transit just does not go. Right. Yeah. So I look at it as stuff is where those factors and stuff, they don't really dictate if the world, like, if, if it's even going to hell and stuff or going not going good. Right. Because I feel like those things and stuff are still choices amongst the people to work within their means. Yeah. I feel like, like, like I said, in the whole totality of it and stuff, whatever, is the world going to hell? I think if inflation is going across country-wise, Canada is in a better percentage and stuff than America. Because I think America... Like the U.S. had, I think, uh, inflation and stuff of like 14 to 18% within that range. Right. And Canada went to like, I think, no more than 4%. And then you had other places and stuff where they went higher and they went lower. So I look at it stuff, it's still a collective that inflation is still hitting the masses. Right. And then geared to like income and stuff or where these people like they're within their means, whether if they're working a minimum wage job or they're yeah. working a job that's kind of a little bit paying more than minimum wage or they're looking like in their, I want to say, I don't want to say sunshine list because like it, Canadian folks will understand a sunshine list, whatever, but it's kind of like you make more than 100K equivalent. Yeah. Certain things that might not matter. Right, right. Right? But again, that population and stuff is still like in an also minority, whatever, because yes. I want to say if you have, 
let's say you had a range of CEOs and stuff and they all made like 200K and stuff or whatever. I'm just saying. Right. They make 100, 200K. These CEOs, won't, it won't be like that many CEOs for that many companies. It might be, let's say, in total, 50 CEOs for 50 companies. That one company might not have like two or three CEOs right. that, that might make this money and stuff, right. whatever. But then you have one company, like you said, has a 5,000 people. Yeah. So you have one CEO, 5,000 people. The have-nots and stuff, whatever, is still like outweighing the haves and stuff. Still and the have-nots and stuff are not really making it. Like, I want to, you know, God willing, God sparing, that's just my religion, folks. But I just look at it stuff as like, they might not be able to have the means to do it any longer. Right. So that's the reason why it's not going any better. It's not getting any better and stuff like that for them. And I, I see it. Yeah. I see that. That's why I said when I see the poll and stuff, whatever, it's like, Act and behave like the world you want to live in on a personality type of thing. But again, the way how I, I act and behave still doesn't determine what you said the state would want. Right. So if the state would want this, I still don't let the state dictate how I feel about certain type of things. Right. I need gas. Yeah. I need car insurance. Yeah. And I'm going to be one of those people and stuff like yourself and stuff because where I live and where I work would be a factor type of thing. If I had a choice that I had like one straight shot of a bus that would go from my house directly to my job? Hell yeah, uh, I take that shit. For, for sure. Because <laughs> that means I can eat while I, while I ride and stuff like that. I can just lay, mind my damn business lay, and stuff. Lay in and just... bed a little bit longer. No, no, because no, let's say that like, even if the bus ride and stuff is like an hour. Right. Right? And I have to be at the bus stop and stuff for like, we'll say 7. Okay. 7 a.m. and stuff. But if I had to be at the bus stop and stuff for 7 a.m. to take this bus to Norfolk, it's going to go, it's going to make multiple stops. Yeah. Could have got to drop off. Yeah. Tom, Dick, Harry, Susan, and but Shelley. But they're stops, so you know where your destination, you're going to As long as I make it before I start my work right. to, go make, to get this bread, yeah. I'm smooth like Botox. But again, sometimes the stuff in the morning, I'm scrambling for a certain amount of things and stuff like that. Now I got to deal with this rush hour of traffic. The traffic might, might mess with my mojo, you know what I'm saying? Right. It might kill some groove. But if I'm on there, I pop my headphones and I set my alarm, set it and forget it. I'm there like about... Normally I get to the bus stop or my bus stop at like 7.45 and the alarm goes off. Boss, that means every morning I can take a nap. That's the sexiest thing in the world to me next to free money for no reason. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, but we don't live in that kind of, or I don't live in that kind of world because there's other people and stuff that look at it that they might be living in that kind of world and stuff too. But I just look at it as I was like, since we don't live in there, do I consider the world's going to hell? Right. No, I'm on the no side. But on the yes side, I understand because the constant argument I hear from the people that I interact with yeah. all over the board is that the prices, the inflation, these things still are hurting their pockets. Nothing's getting better. Like even I think my hospital, they talked about giving raises or something like that. But when they talk about even giving raises, especially with an institutional level, like yeah. I learned this from school. Okay. If the government gives, let's say, a 3% to set hospital facility, right? that company, the facility, does not give the raises immediately to the employer, employees. Okay. They sit on it, let it grow interest and stuff within a bank. So they now made some change. So let's say the government said, we're going to give you $5 million to split amongst your employees and stuff, whatever, to give them raises and right. everything like that. Yeah. They take the 5 mil, sit on it for one year, let the interest grow up. So let's say the interest might take it to like 7.5 million. Right. 
Then they give the raises from that. Right, right. From the 7.5 yeah. million. So then you minus that off. There might be like, let's say there's 3 million left out of that. Yeah. They do that. That's their bonuses. That's bonuses that's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and again, the, the people who don't know this or are not into that world where they're getting these bonuses and stuff, whatever. Hell yeah, the world's going to hell for them. Yeah. So even, um, even touching back when we were talking about the whole resiliency thing too, I think if you, if you been through something like this or similar to this before, you may have a different outlook as well. You may be like, you know, we've been here before. We 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 seen the the dark clouds and the rainy days, mm-hmm. but then we also were here to witness the sunshine come back out. Confirm, without a doubt. Yeah. But again, I think a lot of the people and stuff they haven't experienced that. I want right. to say, as myself, as a millennial, I've never purchased a home. Right. Right. There's other millennials that have purchased homes. Right. So let's say you're in a situation where mm, I want to say the recession, the recession or everything kicked in and stuff like 2008, nine. Okay. Some people probably did purchase homes prior to that. Right. And they were able to maintain. Yeah. And some people and stuff, whatever, just kind of dealt with the new prices for certain type of things in a new world and stuff as expected. Yeah. We've been through a money crisis and stuff by like state-wise like you're saying. Yes. Now, the other ones that didn't jump into that fray now, then now going in where the interest, the bank interest rates and stuff are like up and down like a toilet seat now. Right. Where the people before they experienced it, but then now the current people and stuff, whatever, don't know what the hell. Of course. Yeah. The yeah. people before, they had the resiliency and stuff to kind of go through it, whatever. But again, if you're in the trenches and you've never experienced it before, a lot of them it's, don't really get the chance. It's yeah, it's because it's, it's a difficult thing. If you think you about a down payment before. for back in the day and stuff, whatever certain places, it might have been like maybe thirty thousand and stuff yeah. to kind of cover fees and lawyer fee, you know, everything to situ- situate for you to move in some places. Right. Where now you need like a hundred to hundred and fifty thousand to do the same thing. Do and the same thing. The people and stuff are looking like, well, shit, I I don't have the funds to do that. Even if I hook up with like. Tom, Dick, and Harry, and other people and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. So the, the, the experiences and stuff definitely will, will form resilience, but the world is kind of set up right now, on, on, say, on this side of the hemisphere, yeah. that you don't even get a chance to experience it. Because I look at this stuff, it's like when I always used to look at like jobs when I was, in, I was a student in school. Yeah. Like you need three to five years of experience and stuff, whatever. Give me experience. I don't have any experience. So if you don't have any experiences, stuff, whatever, that means you're not going to rock with me. Right. I'm not going to survive because I don't have the experience to, to develop their resilience. That, 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 that catch-22, right? You need the experience to get the job, but you need the job to give you the experience. Correct. Yeah, man. Um, I, one half of the particle cells, would like to happily say F you to <laughs> GQ. For making Kim Kardashian the man of the year in 2023. No, you can you can throw me in that. You can throw me in that. that, that, that. You want part of this? You can throw me in there. You can throw me in there. Okay. Particle Sons. We, we removed the divide. Particle Sons. F U to GQ. I feel slight I feel slighted as a man that when they did it with Serena Williams for putting her on GQ, GQ stands for gentlemanly, gentlemen quarterly. Serena Williams is a mother. Yes. I don't believe if you're a mother, you're a man. No. 
that's I'm gonna stand on that piece. Like I said, I don't know if you want to walk the road I want to rock. No, no, no. Go ahead. And, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll pick, I'll pick up the slack. There's there's many there's many years of conversation and rumors and jokes and stuff, whatever, and all that type of stuff where they would, you know, go after the Williams sisters. Right. And they would hint and say that Serena Williams and stuff, whatever, was a man. Right. If you're going with the joke and she did it as a joke because that year, GQ actually put woo man right. as like a joke thing. It wasn't their proper print. It nah, was just like yeah, woo yeah, man. Yeah. As a joke and stuff for there, then it's like a play on words of like the joke. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Kind of world, whatever, yeah. right? Kim Kardashian, that's not the case. She just had like a business kind of suit apparel. Yeah. Wet hair. I don't know what part of that signifying a man. I, and, and that's the problem that I have with. It's like, okay. the only thing that I could say she has done that has anything remotely to do with any sort of men would be maybe just working with the whole prison reform thing. Other than that... But that would still make her a man? No, no, no. But I'm saying just remotely, if there's anything that would be remotely close... There's guys out here probably rubbing one out to a Kardashian photo or probably still watching the the Ray J. Kim sex tape or something. Because she's an attractive woman. She's an attractive woman. So I don't... Let me say this. I'll go to places and stuff. You ever seen those bootleg calendars? Mm-hmm. I, I, I call them bootleg calendars because like they might have like a hot, a hot babe. And I'm saying a hot babe because I don't see in a lot of black places and stuff like that, but a right. hot babe right. buy a car and it's like January's photo, February's photo. There's some guy out there rubbing one out to those oh, yeah. bikini type photos. Oh, yeah. Kim Kardashian has gone more risque than those photos. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, she's probably made a lot of men happy in more ways than we can think about. <laughs> but the, her she's brand, still not a man. her brand is purely for women. Everything that she creates, down to the down to, to the, the the TV shows or the, the reality television, mm-hmm. those are that all of that is geared towards women. So how she ended up on the cover of GQ magazine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm not GQ. You, you gotta you gotta explain that because this is a magazine for men. It's not like it's a magazine for women. Although I'm pretty sure there may be some women who may might want to look into it to see how men are thinking or get a man's perspective. They might want to pick that up, right? Mm. But essentially, it's a magazine for men. So I'm picking this up. And I see Kim Kardashian on the cover. What is she offering me other than eye candy? And the photo of that. I didn't see the spread. I didn't see inside the GGQ. I just seen the cover. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is on the inside. But the cover is not nothing to rub anything up to. <laughs> no. I, I look at it where, you see, for me, I look at it stuff as where I wouldn't even give GQ the chance because I want to say... No one cares about the truth of the narrative and stuff is sexy. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I look at it as stuff as where I consider myself evolved past that. Right. So, all the, and I do, I'm a firm believer in all things is glitter is not gold. So, but again, I'm looking at this stuff, gentlemen's quarterly, unless they change the name for GQ for like gals quarterly or girls quarterly. Gynecologist then, quarterly? Gotcha. <laughs> or that. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> or, or that. Yeah. But I look at it as stuff as where you you got to convince me and stuff where there's been countless men and I'm no no shade to women but this is this is let me speak up for some of the men and stuff I've been doing like I want to say change worthy type of thing I don't yeah. 
I don't recall Elon Musk being known as the man of the year. Fucking everybody has a Tesla. There's yeah. like a Tesla around every corner. Right. Neighbors and everybody and stuff. You hear UFOs stuff backing up all across the world. He's not on there mm. for man of the year. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like there's so many other men and stuff for they, they could have chosen and stuff for these things. Even athletes. I'm not, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like even athletes as men. L to me, L Magazine, E-L-L-E right. would have been the equivalent to GQ for women. Okay. Right? And I look at this stuff as L will constantly put these change-making women and stuff up there. And I guess they won't have like a quote-unquote maybe woman of the year, but like you'll know for that final cover or that yeah. beginning cover yeah. or stuff like that, whatever. But GQ made it clear as day that you don't fuck with my gender. You don't fuck with my sex. Yeah. Because you guys want to put a woman on there and stuff, and then there's women and stuff that will combat me and say, what's wrong putting a woman on there? Okay, L Magazine, L is French for she. Can we put more men on there besides Maluma and stuff on there? Maluma just touched there, was it, within recent years and stuff, to being the only man, the first man to be on the cover of that. But even the fact that there are the argument, let's say even if they want to go with the argument that it's, oh, it's they're doing the GQ men and she's part of the men. Why is she the one on the cover? What do you mean? Say that again? Because this is it's like it's like GQ men. Yeah. So they're saying men of the year. It's, it's not man of the year, right? Yeah, right, right. It's right. not man of the year. They're saying men of the year. So in in the magazine now, they it, you're saying there's multiple men. There's in multiple there? men they're, that they're 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 giving the honor to, right? So if that's the case, put them first. Exactly. Yeah, they don't they don't fuck with my species. Exactly. So I won't buy or even waste the data and stuff on GQ again. Like I stand by that. Because I look at it as like GQ hasn't really done anything for me that works for me. It's just like when, when it came to the Hershey thing. Yeah. When it came to the Hershey and stuff like that. I'm all for equality, equity and stuff for, and representation and stuff for certain type of things and stuff. Whatever. Right. But I want to say, let it be a duration. Right? Like, okay, in Pride Month, let that Hershey thing and stuff ride. If this is a continuous thing and stuff, then I don't identify... With the with the trans community and stuff, because I'm a straight man, right? On that aspect and stuff, and yes, I might. I, let, me, let me say this: yes, I might understand feelings and stuff or emotions and stuff as a, on a human level, but then right. I, their lifestyle and my lifestyle, they're not the same, right? Right. So I look at the stuff as where if I'm gonna buy something or spend the money and stuff on something, like I look at the stuff as like if I like, let's say, I like Jay Z. Okay. As a musician and stuff, whatever, right? Right. I will buy a Jay-Z concert ticket. I will buy Jay-Z music and stuff like albums or something. I will buy Jay-Z stuff that's exclusive and stuff. Because I probably see myself in somewhat of Jay-Z, like black okay. man, right. rag to riches story, right. and all the above. But right. I, I don't see myself, like even in the GQ, if I don't see me and my people being reflected and stuff, in it, and I'm not saying like just like race-wise, but just saying like, you know, sex-wise. Yeah. That might not be for me. Thank you. It is exactly what I said. I don't know what they would think because this is an unrelatable person to men that you got on the cover. Yeah. That piece. Um, I was looking at... So Thanksgiving just passed. Salute to everybody who enjoyed U.S. Thanksgiving. Yes. Um... I was having conversations and stuff with some people. I went out on Saturday and they were talking about 
like problematic people within their family. Okay. And I feel like we all have problematic I've, people in the family. The, from the drunk, uh, like the alleged, the alleged drunk uncles. Yeah. I feel like, you know, RIP Uncle Bunny, he was never drunk to me, but he just knew how to enjoy a vibe. Right. So I guess some people will pertain some of the nonsense he would say. He said it on, in jest and on purpose for jokes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we would never look at him as the vibe. Like, I was speaking for myself. I would never look at him as the drunk uncle. Nah, nah, I've never seen him like that. I feel like, the problematic relatives and stuff, whatever. There's two on my father's side. Right. There's one on my mother's side and stuff, right? And right. then somebody's like, the person I was talking to, they're like, there's three in mine, you know, whatever, right? And I was laughing and stuff. I was like, shit, well, I guess three for me and collective and stuff, right? Right. And I asked them and stuff, are there normal people out there that have normal families? I'll ask you that. I don't, I don't think so. You I, need these people. I like, uh, like I, I don't know what it, if anybody's watching or listening, yeah, YouTube and all the above, see my eyes and stuff, whatever. If you have a normal family, can I come to your house for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I would love to come to your house for Thanksgiving. I feel like it'll be boring as shit. It will be boring but, as shit. But no, I want to. I want to see. I want to. I'm here for experiences. Yeah, that's what made. That's what makes life grand for me. Right, is experiences. Yeah. So please invite my black ass. To your normal family and just to see how it works and stuff, whatever. Like, if you guys pass out green bee casserole or something like that, you go. What? <laughs> I mean, I'll, you might partake. Just I'll partake just, in other things. Right. Okay. okay. I'll partake in other things and stuff. Whatever. But I'm there to crack jokes. I'll hold hands, you know, and and enjoy the time and stuff. I just want to see what normal because normal people don't exist to me. I'm well, not I, normal. Well, I was gonna ask you what what would you consider normal. Like, like, what would be normal to you? A normal man, a normal okay. So I say a normal man would be yeah, your your nine to five worker, right? Um, wakes up in the morning. You ever see ah oh, fuck? What's this commercial? Insight. I think that's what it. Insight. This is Bob, and like it's about like I guess like Viagra back in the day, and like oh, his yeah. wife was like. <laughs> She's yeah. always happy. Yeah. He cuts the grass with a smile. Right, right, right. Tries to work, wave to everybody. That shit seems like normal stuff to me. Yeah. I don't chuck everybody a deuce and stuff when I'm pulling out and stuff like that, whatever. We make eye contact, you get a head nod. Right. If I'm in my car jamming, yeah. and you see me, whatever, I just give you a smile and stuff like, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not normal. Right. Because I heard somebody say, why? what pisses them off about looking at other people's cars is people with their mouth open by themselves in their car. So I said, but there's Bluetooth. Some people yeah. sing. Yeah. What if they were yawning when you saw them and stuff, whatever, yeah. right? And that's what I'm saying. People have a problem with just those things. Right. And I feel like, to me, the, all the things I mentioned are normal aspects in my world. In I might world. be on the phone. Yeah. So if you, as a, the driver in the next car, you see me with my mouth, and I'm in the car conversation like, I don't know about that. And you're looking like, this motherfucker over there, his mouth wide open, he about to catch flies for dinner. Right, yeah. I'm in my own world. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, even that to me has become so normalized for me that I automatically assume that that person's either on the phone or they're talking to somebody. Bingo. Bingo. Same thing. Like I said, back to the Bob cutting grass and all that type of stuff. He's okay with his... He's not complaining about what the state or the government is giving him right, for money. No, no, no. He's A-OK. He's, he's, he's still going to be flipping the burgers and stuff at the barbecues. Yeah. 
And then when the winter Life tactics, is grand. he's still putting up the winter, the, the, the Christmas lights <laughs> yeah. and all the above. Life is grand. That's normal. Right. That's what I perceive normal. Okay. Like the day-to-day struggle and everything like that. Yo, some some days, I think it was a soccer coach. Some days it's shit. Some days yeah. it's cool. Like, that's normal to me. Some moments of stuff would be like, ah, shit. Yeah, this is great. It's so funny because when you mentioned that, the first thing that came to my mind was that show, um, I think it's called The Stepford Wives. The Stepford Stepford Wives. The Stepford Wives. Mm -hmm. All the wives seemed to be perfect, but then they were a little bit too perfect. Then you come to find out that all the wives are robots and they ain't even real to begin with. I mean... (laughs) I mean... So we we we, like, we were talking about that, and I told them and stuff. I'm not used to normal family, but I told them even the the quote unquote, I'll say that bad word and stuff because I I curse a lot. Toxic, because apparently the f word and stuff you still want to bleep out when I feel like fuck is a person, place, or thing yeah. or a noun. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, it like, has so many so many uses. But if I say word. toxic now, it's more detrimental it's to somebody or stuff. Whatever I can tell you, like you fucker, they won't flinch. Yeah. Toxic. No, you How pointed, dare you? You pointed the gun. You yeah, just, yeah. You just pointed the gun at somebody. I look at it stuff as where in a family, there are certain people that just you shouldn't expect. Like what we say on the, all the time on the show, stop expecting you from other people. Right. But I feel like certain people, you well, most people, you don't really have the um the sovereignty or the power over. And they're just going to be who they're going to be. Right. I feel like, well, if you're a younger child, notice I said child, but I feel like if you're a younger adult or child and stuff, whatever, you might still be subjugated to, I guess, to um, to mingle amongst these peoples and stuff within the holiday time frames or these family moments and stuff when yeah. you don't normally tend to want to right. be around these people, Right. But I look at it stuff as where what makes them problematic and stuff? What makes these pro- these people problematic and stuff in your world? Like I look at it stuff for like for the people and stuff that I know I mention and stuff, whatever. It it's more on a fuck everybody else, their top dog. Okay. Type of persona. Okay. So it's kind of like, I want to be heard, I want to be seen, right. I want the accolades and everything like right. that. But to people like myself, I'm looking at like, you ain't do shit for the accolades. Right. Like, or, or significant enough to me. Right, right. So for me to like flinch. So I look at it stuff as where I employ everybody like, yo, if you look at these people that's problematic and stuff to you, why did why are they problematic to you? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like what makes them problematic and stuff for them? Because I feel like, well, my convo and stuff is more to like, I want to say more to an adult who can take, contra- take charge of their life. Like I want to say I don't, if younger kids do listen to the podcast, dope. You're ahead of the fucking world. Right, yeah. But if you're not, and you're an, even an adult that has power to do things within their world, X the person off. Yeah. You don't have to go to a family function. You can go to a Friendsgiving. Yeah. You don't have to go to Thanksgiving. So I'm like, what would make a person problematic in your family? Um, I think the same thing. I think a lot, a lot of selfishness leads to problematic people. Um, mm. Just feeling like, they are the the sole reason of existence. Mm-hmm. And they're God. Yeah. They're God. We're, we're subjects. We're, we should worship them. Right. And and nothing else is important or matters. 
Yeah, they become very problematic because they never seem to see, see the fault in their own ways, right? And even when... Accountability? Accountability. Mm-hmm. And even when you, you, you say you're pointing it out to them, they're not humble enough to say, I'm going to take what is being said mm-hmm. with a grain of salt and know that this person is not actually coming at me for the sake of coming at me. They're trying to help me. They want to see you win. They want to see me win. <laughs> they want to see me win. Do you feel that... Okay, so let me ask you this. We're, we're, we're going to continue this thought, but right. my side thing is something. It just, it just popped to me. Do you feel that like people in your... I want to say in your world, do you feel like more people want to see you win or more people want to see you lose? Like some people pay for the downfall. People watch the Titanic sink. Right. Right? When the Titanic was sinking, they just paddle away and they get just, the sh- a shore. Motherfuckers like, no, they we're paddle. not going to paddle. We're going to watch they, this big ass boat sink. Because this big ass boat was carrying us and now it doesn't, and I'm fucked up now. So we're going to just go watch it go down and they stuff like that. They went to like the great that. far and beyond <laughs> and then sat on the, the seashore and said, no, it's still floating. It's still, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still floating. It's still floating. Do you feel more people in your world want to see you win or more people want to see you lose? I would like to believe that. No, but hold on. But hold on. I would like to believe. But then we know we know a lot of people. Proof is in the pudding, Doc. Proof is in the pudding. But that's what I'm saying. We know a lot of people fake the funk. It's okay. Whitney said the children are a future. I believe some good shit too. A lot of people fake the funk. A lot of people like to act like they want to see you win. And they'll put up that front like they want to see you win. But as soon as they get out of your circles around the corner, I'm like, man, that motherfucker ain't shit. He ain't never going to be shit. He ain't never going to do shit. Hey! hey! You know what I mean? It's like... Hey, I was... Because the Jay-Z thought came in my head and stuff, and the man said, my uncle said, I'll never sell a million records. Right. And he's... he's, he's he saw... He went platinum multiple times. Multiple times. He didn't say the neighbor. He said, Hunko. Hunko. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of times, let's say, the things that we do and stuff like that, family would see. Right. Would they champion it? Probably not. Right. But you know other people want stuff with support because it's not maybe... I don't say not for them. I feel like you say that sometimes and stuff, whatever, but I believe it halfway because I look at the stuff as where it's some... Like a podcast is someone for everyone and stuff, whatever, but I shit you not. The more... If you interact with the world as much as I interact with the world, I shit you not. Most of the times we have conversations and stuff amongst different people. Yeah, we've already spoke about it on the show. Oh no, no, I, I we've I, already spoke from, from be, like from like the human the human behavior aspect. Yeah, to the thought process and all the above. But it's just that people just look at the stuff as like nah, right? But they will support something else that's not you, right? Right. So that's why I said like, do you think more people in your in your world want to watch you win? Want to watch you? Lose. Want to watch me win when it benefits them. If it's going to benefit Hey, them. lotto ticket! <laughs> <laughs> Pertain to family now, or even just people and stuff. Whatever. You know what? Screw it. Screw family. Not, not, not in that type of sense, you know. But are you a more optimistic, pessimistic, or nihilist person? I think I'm always optimistic. 
And really? I think always. And I, yeah, and I think Ooh. and I think that's I Go think ahead, Mary that's, Poppins. I think that's more of I think that's more of my personality mm-hmm. than to what what anybody else is doing out outside of me. So okay, let's go back to this, you know, this this let's say this this fictional toxic character in your world. Right. You hope someday they will turn around. Yeah. Always. Yeah, always. You didn't make peace with the fact that like this person just stuck stupid. Sorry, I, I don't want to call him <laughs> stupid. This is how I feel sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. That's what I said. You said always I'm like always. That's a heavy, that's heavy to get behind. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm majority of the time I'm optimistic and stuff for it, but yeah. I look at stuff as like you're you're in control of your own destiny. Right. And the stuff that I see and I can't understand, I, I as a young, like a boot, as a bootleg scientist, I will always question. Right. So I'm looking like, I don't see the vision or the aim where you're going at it. And you're like, you don't want to watch me win, Marvel. Like, no, that's not the case. I want to watch you win, but right. paint the picture for me. Let me get it. Yeah, yeah. And if they can't paint the picture stuff for me, then I'm looking like, well, maybe some station before me got to find a way to paint the picture and stuff whatever for me, for me to help understand. To get it. Right? Because like, I had a person coming to me and stuff about like, Money stuff, whatever, and business proposal, or no, just tell me about money and about like they would want me to to um take over like this ownership for like this condo, okay, whatever, right, right, because they're into flipping stuff. So I'm like, oh, right. I, I didn't know you flip you flip homes and stuff like that. Okay, no, they didn't. So I was like, so you never flipped home before, but you you want to convince me to, to jump, buy to jump into the fridge? Yeah, I'm like, why am I the one? <laughs> stuff? Why am I your guinea pig kind, sir? Yeah, and he's like, yo, you don't want to see me win. I'm like. Bitch, win with somebody else on their expense or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm looking like, it's not like I don't want to see you win. But I look at stuff as that from my track record and my history of you and stuff, whatever. Yeah. You haven't given, pushed me to that optimistic point of view to say, shut up and take my money. Right, right. The things that I know you for, I'm more pessimistic and stuff when it comes to you interacting with finances. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I said, like, are you optimistic, but always optimistic? Mo, I'm... I'm high always, five to you. I'm, all, I'm always high optimistic. Five. Good for you. I'm, I'm always optimistic. I, I just, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. always on that belief that you're always gonna, you're, you're, you're never gonna be a crackhead forever. No, you're never man. gonna be a loser forever. Listen, man, t- you're tomorrow, never just gonna be toxic tomorrow, forever. Tomorrow, tomorrow's a different day, man. And, and yo, and round of applause what? for not your average and, Joseph. And guess folks. what? That, Rounds of applause. That different day might bring a different you. Good for I, you. I, it's like, and I think that's how I make peace with some people. I think that's how I make peace with some people. Some people are just losers to me, okay? Nihilistic point of view with that shit. And I'll stand on it, whatever. And I'm like, why am I a loser? I'm like, here. I'll flap out the damn, what's that, the scroll? Yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm saying that you're 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 a loser and right. like, I have no faith in you yeah. or something like that, whatever, I have a scroll of things and stuff. Because not like one or two things, because one or two things have given me a pessimistic view on an individual. Yeah. More so, and there's still no, no there's no judgment because I no. don't know the moving parts in their day to day world, what they see, how they interact, how even they they get money, how they do certain type of things and stuff like that. It's just I don't understand it. So until I until I willing to say I'm gonna I have the time to try and understand, right? And that's it. But you know, I think it, it what it might be with me because mm-hmm. I've seen the person who I thought was that absolute. Loser and would never amount to nothing, never do nothing, never be shit, do shit, have shit. Triumph. Triumph. Mm. And I'm looking at it like, 
dope. It's dope. Yeah, it's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing to witness. And I'm like, shit. If that if that person can do it, there's still hope for this person over here. Nah, buddy. Nah, buddy. You gotta be among. You gotta be a giant amongst men for that shit. And I and the reason why I say it like that, whatever, because think about all the trees in lower level that right. haven't been struck by lightning. By lightning. And then think about that big ass Empire State Building. How many times a, a year lightning hits that? Right. You have to be this kind of like, <clears throat> I don't want to say pioneer, but it's kind of like the tenacity of like you know like you're gonna you're gonna persevere. The optimist. They're optimistic within themselves. Right. <clears throat> I look at the stuff as like, they have this optimism stuff like, yo, I'm going to make it. Just got to make it. And you'll see them fail, win, fail, win. All the success stories you hear out there and stuff, but they have a lot more fails than they have the wins. Right. But the wins are just heavier than the failures. Right. Right? But I look at the certain people with stuff like, I don't even think they took off running yet. No, there's a lot of people that haven't taken off running. And my thing and stuff is that, okay, you didn't, you have, you haven't started taking off running while I'm in this bitch running. Yeah. I'm running my damn self. Yeah. On, on this race of life, whatever. And you haven't taken off running yet, whatever. Boss, you're not placing. <laughs> Nelly said, I'm number one, two is not a winner, three, nobody remembers. Yeah. I'm trying to make it to the podium. Yeah. And they're back there not giving a damn where they place and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? As man, for me, it's yo. Just cross the finish line. <laughs> just cross the finish line. I have faith that you can cross the finish line, and then you you'll, you'll cross the finish line. I may have to wait for you in the winner's circle. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but me wait, and that's what I'm saying. I I, I made. I think that's how I have made peace with it. I, mm. I I as long as I know myself mm -hmm. and I've gotten to where I've gone, and I'm in the winner's circle. You don't I'll, give a fuck. I'll, 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 I'll encourage you to the to, to the cows come home. You can do it, man. Sipping my tea. You know, you know what you are? Up. I know exactly what person you are. You are that one dirtbag and stuff, whatever, on the YouTube commercials and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Like, you see my Ferrari in the garage? You see this? You know how I got this? I read this book. This book right here. If I did it, you can do it too. You're that asshole. <laughs> no, I'm not that asshole. <laughs> You're that asshole. Not, that not that everybody asshole. can do it. Not, that asshole. not everybody can do it. No, no, not, no, not everybody can do it. I, I agree with you that way, but I think I'll, em, I'll implore the try. I'll implore the try. And I'll encourage the try. Okay. Um, my last thing to ask you before we get to the question of the week, are you playing a part in the greater good? I would, I would love to think so. Yeah. You would love to think so? I would, I would love to think that the, the things that I, I put out in the world, mm -hmm. Is for the betterment of of not just me, but whoever can partake in it. Because I feel like a lot of the times and stuff, again, well, I feel like a lot of people have like a nihilistic point of view to things. Yeah. And I don't feel like some of those people, not all, just some, right. might not care to contribute to the, the greater the greater good. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people, they're still more on a selfish type of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, we live in a world, it's kind of like, a capitalist society would breed those kind of thoughts. Yeah. Because me, 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 me comes first, whatever, right? If right. I be a billionaire, I don't give a fuck if you're broke. Right, right. Right? And I feel like different parts in the world where like at this communities and villages and et cetera, when they move in more in a togetherness kind of aspect, those things are more in a greater good. Yes. What are I'll you agree. doing 
towards the greater good. Like we 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 come to this time and stuff a year where like the Thanksgivings and the Christmases and everything like that. You know, the people stuff like are not you know with right right. What do you consider yourself doing that you're doing part of the being part of the greater good? Honestly, mm. this podcast. I feel the same. This 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 is a piece. Yeah, I feel yeah, the same. This this podcast. I think, I think the dopest thing about it is that you can touch so many people from a conversation. Right. You know what I mean. And we're not, we're not ever trying to do anything malicious with our content. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. We, of course, we're funny and we're fun individuals. So that's always gonna that's always gonna show itself, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. We we we'll tackle topics that we go places that, that, that most people won't, yeah, yeah they boldly won't, won't go right and right. it's like and I, there's certain podcasts that I just I won't feel because they go places that seem to me counterproductive you know what I mean mm. and this is this is why I I love what we do so much mm. because I you know it's style but more importantly. The substance, mm-hmm. you understand. So, if if this is what you know, if if this is what what I'm doing good until I find something else, I'm like I'm I'm more than happy doing this. Dope. that's dope. Well said. Now I feel like that um, the community service stuff that I do. That we um that I thought about that is as and you mentioned that as well. And I don't. I've I've me personally. I feel I don't do it enough of it and that's what I that's what I love about you you know what I mean like I I love the fact that no it's a steadfast commitment in your life yeah like Like, that is you that is your commitment this is this is what makes this is what makes makes you whole yes this is what makes you whole this is the essence of me of who I am and stuff right I look at it as stuff is where um I was raised like this from like my mom and then moving forward and stuff, because she had me volunteering from like in second grade. Okay. Back then when it was called, ah, damn, they changed that stadium too many times and stuff for there. But <laughs> at one time, <laughs> no, it was dope too. I ran into somebody and stuff in Memphis. Yeah. That, that, that was that that lived in Miami. Okay. And I was like, back then it was called Joe Robbie Stadium. She's like, it's still Joe Robbie to, to me. me. <laughs> it went from Joe Robbie to the Dolphin to like, you know, the the too many names and stuff for there. But they had Meals on Wheels and stuff, affiliation and stuff like okay. that way back in the, in the early 90s and stuff, right? My mom yeah. took my punk ass and stuff up there and everything and act and behave like the world you want to live in and stuff. Right. Like, you know, these things were essential coming up with myself. And she's yeah. like, yo, you're no greater than your community. If you look around and you see your community and stuff is shit, or maybe think like that, then think about, have you littered in your community? What have you done and stuff in your community? And some people just don't give a damn to play a part in a greater good but yet, and still, they want to reap the benefits. Yeah. When it when the going gets good. Yeah, yeah. That aspect. Hmm. Let's get to question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week says: Can you trust your own brain? Brain? <laughs> <laughs> you got a response to that? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break, break break that down a little bit. So, um, okay. Does everybody have the same perception? No, no. You have a lot of people. I want to say I feel like there's the truth, 
Yeah. And then what their brain considers their reality, the truth. Right. We can both be in this, we can both be in this house. Power goes out. And then you're like, okay, well, we're going to, let's say, go to the fuse box and see what and what is what. Right. We go downstairs and stuff, whatever, with the cell phone and stuff shining, our, our walk and everything like that. I say, smooth. It looks like a monster is in the corner. Right. Some poltergeist activity over there. And you're like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> What's wrong with your Do brain? I trust that? <laughs> <laughs> so I always look at it stuff like that where... Like even when it comes to horror movies and stuff, whatever. The other day I said I said to somebody and stuff, I'm like, the new Exorcist flick came out, right? Right. Yeah. I was like, yo, I want to watch the Exorcist flick, whatever, right? And I said, we should watch it because it's daytime and shit like that. Whatever. The person responded to me like, Marv, I don't want to watch it in the daytime, nighttime, nighttime anytime, <laughs> on vacation, in a group of people. I don't watch it at all. Right. So I was like, but it's a fictional flick. Yeah. And they're like, to you. <laughs> so. They don't trust their own brain to know for a fact that this is just entertainment yeah. purpose. Yeah. Right? Okay, I see. I see where you're going. With. And I feel like, well, okay, Scarface and stuff, or the ghetto, let's say the ghetto boys, mm-hmm. and then Scarface did it in 94. Like my mind's playing my tricks mind's on playing me. playing tricks on me, right. Right? And I feel like a lot of times stuff, people's mind and stuff does play tricks on them. Yeah, I can see that. Because I th- feel like, yeah, like the this per- perception is everything. Yeah. Perception is everything. And I think part of the brain says, like, you know, um, you know the people within your household and stuff like that. You know, the imagery of like, let's say everybody and stuff like silhouette aspect and stuff, right? Yeah. Now, let's say you walk out into darkness and stuff and you see somebody and stuff, right? <clears throat> Before you turn on the light. Right. You see somebody like on some Quasimodo hunchback of Notre Dame stuff with the silhouette. You're looking like, your brain's now like, no, no, no. To the individuals in the house, you're like, no, 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 no. What the fuck? Yeah. Now you're at this moment and stuff where they were like, what the hell is going on and stuff? But in actuality, the person's probably just fixing their socks or adjusting right. their shoes. Right, right. Right? And right. I feel like, yo, a lot of things pertaining to like the brain and like, if you change your perspective, you change your world. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people and stuff, they're stuck in a mode where like their box or the perception box isn't that wide. Right, right. To say like, this person is this tall, this person is this tall, this person is this tall, this person is this tall. What the hell is that Quasimodo figure and stuff like that? Where if you widen your perception box, it could be one of them doing something like that. Or are they picking up something? Right. Did somebody leave a figure that might look like a person? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The perception box is too small. So right. that's why I'm looking at like, that's why I feel like some people, can they, they can't trust their own brain. I think it might even be deeper than that. I think... Of course it is. I think... That's just, um, this is shallow. I'm they, not a neuroscientist. I think, like... You... You, you being an individual... Mm-hmm. The first person that you learn to trust... Is you. Is yourself. Right? And if... You're operating on that... Premises... For such a long time... You know... It becomes it almost becomes hard to question your own self, but I think the people who truly get that part mm. where the you know the perception is this, mm-hmm. they have the ability to do that. Okay, so what about let's say people who use um substances, whatever, right? Right. Some people might smoke a weed. No, right. let's say 
to the shroom people, to the DT, uh, DMT people and stuff, whatever, right? To the ayahuascas and stuff like that, right? Right. Their brain is given a perception to what, let's say, I don't know, the world around them. They were home getting high. We'll right. say they're home getting high. Right. And now when they come down off their trip, they're like, Miles away from their house and stuff like that, because all they saw was Mario, eight bit Mario world. Right when they were moving, you get what I'm saying? Like the brain and stuff can do these type of things and stuff like that. But then I look at it stuff as where, let's say, for me, if I look at it stuff like pertaining to like marijuana and the effects for me, right? I look at it stuff as where, oh shit, I'm baked. Okay, so if I say like like I'm I'm frosted, yeah, out there, I like to sit my ass down. Right. And just get to something like in a space where like the creative possibilities and stuff can happen for me. That's why right. I look at yeah, it yeah. as like, okay, I've not had a session and stuff like that, whatever. I feel like now certain type of things. And then this is where some of the, my, my son's science might come through, but I try to correlate a lot of things and stuff that didn't make sense to me before right. to see if it might, you know, I want to say make a little bit more sense if I'm looking at it from a different perspective and stuff, whatever. Because okay. my one form of vision was yeah. this way. Right. Now... Your mind is open. Right. Right. So I look at it stuff as these type of things. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The substances, but I still have to be aware that I've used a substance within my body to change my perception. That, that part. That part. I was going to I was gonna say, yes, but there's, there's also the, the, the awareness that something else helped you to get there. Mm-hmm. And it's like your brain didn't get there. But on people its, forget on that, own. and then their mind just fully play tricks and stuff for them yeah. on them and stuff like that, right? Because even going back to what you were saying, like the, like you see the mysterious figure, figure. off in the corner, right? Duppy. You may want to trust your brain that you actually seen that thing, but then you're really not sure, so you start questioning other people, mm-hmm. right? Did you see that? No. Did you see that? No. Did you? By the time you heard the third no, then you start to distrust your brain. Then you start. Then you start to distrust what you what you bring. But if if now if they've confirmed it, then like okay, I trust what I saw. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I said okay. Let's get to the Ask the Sons. <clears throat> Way, baby. First Ask the Sons question comes from Satin Dash Net. Satin Net? Let's try that. Satin-net. My bad if I'm butchering, butchering your name. What is the most elegant word in the English language to you? There's tons, actually. <laughs> There's tons. <clears throat> You guys, have, you gotta have some ones that stand. I think the ones that always stand out to me the most is interlude as soliloquy. Soliloquy. I love the way how soliloquy just like rolls off the tongue. I like. And it's the, a sob story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nothing really good about like you know it's just a soliloquy. I like how uh, um uh, aluminum, aluminum, aluminum. I like luminescent luminescence. luminescence? luminescence. I love luminescence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Indigo Streak says, which celebrity gives you a I made a bargain with my soul vibes? You go first. <laughs> I'm even wiping off the sweat off my head just to, uh, just to get the, the game started. You go first. Uh, 
I made a bargain with my soul. There's tons. There's tons. There's, 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 <clears throat> there's so tons. I have my own expose I, I, I gave to you yeah. the other day, but go ahead. I mean, um, Meatloaf always had that, that, that thing. I'll do anything <laughs> for love? <laughs> he always had that persona too. <laughs> I don't know if it's because the name Meatloaf and just the way how he, he looked. <laughs> But he could have been a porn star with a name <laughs> like that, man. He could have been. Why they call you Meatloaf? That's why they call you Meatloaf. And then they'll, they'll do anything for money, but they won't do it them. <clears throat> I think, let me say this. My number two... Okay, so my... my okay, my number three was Ozzy Osbourne. I had... I just saw... I had him there. I had... Okay, so the three. Okay, so you got... Okay, go Meat, run it. Meatloaf? Mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. Very racist of you. All white rockers. Very racist of you, kind I, sir. I'm sorry. It's just that that world, it kind of lends itself. <laughs> you know what? And keep it a buck, though. <clears throat> the rock genre yeah. has more things about the devil than anybody else. Yeah. Like Sympathy for the devil, running with the devil. Um, is it Iron Maiden? It was Iron. Six, six, six. Yeah. Mark of the Beast. That, that, that. So in that rock world, they're not too far off from there. Right. I said Ozzy and stuff before because I said like, Ozzy was number three to me because I look at it stuff as where, yo, Ozzy was on top of his game. We're talking about biting bats' heads off and all that type of shit. You need to be a different type of individual mm-hmm. and stuff, whatever, like that. And the name like Black, Black Sabbath. Yeah. You ever took in, you should, the thing that I am, like, where I am now, right. I'm having a conversation stuff about, like, oh, shit, when they, like, they listen to a song, like, they never listen to the lyrics and stuff, whatever. I've always been a lyrical person. Okay. Right? My thing and stuff is that a lot of people are not. If they realize what the fuck they're jamming to, it might be a different kind of thing. Yeah. I took in a song, Paranoid or whatever, right? And, like, and that was Black Sabbath. It's like, um... Even Ozzy Osbourne said like Yo can you help me Like he's saying He's losing his mind Right He's like you know Like my woman Can't even satisfy me Like I, I'm like, it was like Yo boss Is this a cry for help <laughs> Then when you see Ozzy Osbourne Where he is and stuff now To like you know With the whole Sharon The the the, the ailments Yeah And everything And stuff like that Whatever I'm like You traded your soul Too early my guy I think that's part Of the problem Right Right Number two Chris Jenner Jenner. Yo, I I I have a Chris Jenner. Yeah, because I I feel like, just my opinion, I don't feel comfortable knowing that if I saw my son, because I have a, a son, right? Say if my son fucked, I don't know, a, a, a rock child or something like that, right? Okay, and they caught it on video, and now it's out there and stuff for there for me to look at stuff. I was like, yo, I'm gonna create a dynasty off of this sex tape. Right. <laughs> Yo, Chris Jenner is out there. Her income is not low, my guy. <laughs> she made them. <laughs> Ray J is the inventor of the sex tape. But she's a true definition of a hustler to me. Mm. And then, last but not least, and stuff, whatever, Diddy. Diddy. I don't want to say no more. If you, if you didn't hear, check out the previous episode. <laughs> That's it. All right. So, the last one. Last question comes from Blackberry J. What makes life, what makes life worth it for you? Hmm. That's a, that's a really, it's a really good question. 
I think my loved ones and, and the new adventures I go on. That that that's that's what my thing is. My loved ones and stuff in my because I look at the stuff as that where <clears throat> for me, the reason I say loved ones, I look at the stuff as where I like to help. Right? right. So I look at stuff as like if I have it and they don't, and they're in a situation where like it might impede on their happiness. Yeah. Like because they don't have and I know me helping them could get, help give them the joy or the happiness that they probably will look for for that moment. Yeah. You know, it might be a temporary... Happiness is a temporary thing. Right. Happiness flees, right? Right. So, if I realize I can do that and help within their world, for sure. Yeah. New adventures, experiences, like I said, I'm all for the experiences and stuff to experience new things and stuff like that, right? Like, I want to say, I'm the black Anthony Bourdain in the making. Stay tuned. That, yeah, it's, I think mine is mine is similar. I, I mean, I, I think with with that sort of thing, we're similar in in those ways where we like to help, we like to be able to be able to, and I, and I'm and and I'll just I don't and I think for you, it's not it doesn't stop at just family. I mean, just you, no, just, no, that's just yeah, loved yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 I said my loved ones, loved ones. Okay, yeah, my just, loved ones. No, love, it's not it's not, a, it's not a family right, thing. Just, it's just beyond that. Yeah. So, so you know, the the loved ones, you know, I don't know. I, I think I just love seeing people win. I think, I, I and I guess that's the optim <laughs> the optimism. Yeah, you said you're always me. optimistic. Yeah, I, 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 I love it when I see people win, especially those who are down and trodden, and nobody gave them a chance. Like. I, I like I live for those stories. I like I love those stories, and I like being a part of those stories more than anything else. And then, and then just like just like you're saying, um, with even with the new inventors, I always like inventors or event, in, in, adventures. adventures. Sorry, oh, okay. I, I, and I always look at it as <clears throat> tomorrow's a new day with something just waiting to be discovered, with with something just waiting to be revealed. And then, oh, like, for sure. I, and I and I look forward to that. I try, I try and still, I try to instill that in my kids. I always tell them, like, yeah, yesterday was the past. Today is today, but don't hold yourself to either your past or today. Know that there's a new day and there's a new chance for you, you to be a new you, right? Mm -hmm. And you should strive to be a, a new you. It's like. I don't want to be doing. I don't want to be doing the same things. No. When there's so much to be done, there's so many. There's so many, <clears throat> that's the new adventures. Yeah, there's so many there, things. There's, and stuff there's so much to be done. Like I don't. I like. I don't know how people can just go through the uh, the day to day just doing. Bob from Enzyme. The, the, the normal people. Yeah. The normal people and stuff for that. The normal people. I feel like yo. There's some. I know you know people. Think about how much it might cost to go from Toronto to Jamaica. Right. And how many times they've made that track in their life. And there's so many other countries in the world to oh, explore. 100%. That. 100%. That part. And that's what I'm saying. Like me, I prefer the new adventures and stuff like that. I've never been to Memphis before. Yeah. I went to Memphis. I took in everything from like where Martin Luther King died. I've always wanted to go there just to see... Where <clears throat> the hotel itself, yeah. the Lorraine Hotel, because I even thought like long, long time ago, let's say in grade school, 
I just always assumed the stuff for them that like that place was like off limits to the public. Okay. Not knowing that they built the whole civil rights museum and stuff around that. Mm. Now I can, let's say, in the summer, you asked me, have I ever been to civil rights museum? I'd have said no. Right. You asked me that now, of course. I have picture proof, all the above. Right. I was there. I took in the sight, the sound, the smell, everything yeah. about that place and stuff is embedded to me. It's the experience of these new adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Going to these these dive kind of restaurants and everything like that. I've ate from places and stuff where it's quote unquote top tier mm-hmm. or like the non-cheesecake factory type of stuff and the food is mediocre. You know me. I always tell everybody I got a God tongue. I pick out flavors and stuff and all the above when I cook so not everybody can really cook to my liking. Right. And now when I'm going to like a dive in the wall or a place and stuff that doesn't seem like it might be popping and stuff like that aesthetically. Yeah. But the price is like Mediocre or mid, and the food expectations and stuff is off the fucking charts. Yeah. That's an adventure. Don't mean to cut you, but sure, I find a nice, a nice little breakfast place. <laughs> not, we've been there twice so far. Twice. Wait, wait. Within the city. I was like, I, like, 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 I, was like, okay. I, I even looked at Sean. I was like, no, I, but I, no one tells Marv no, these no, things. No, okay. I, didn't, I didn't even looked at Sean. I said, like, yo, I had to tell Marv about this. Yeah, damn right. So now, now you know. All right, there's new adventure for me to come up and stuff for that. Say less, man. Say less. Check it out. That part. But yeah, I, and I think it's like even with, like even with like my wife and and stuff, like the places where she. Where I tell her I want to go, and she's like, "Why would you want to go there?" And I'll be like, "Cause it interests me. <laughs> There's something about it that interests me. Like, like I'm a big like, just like you're saying, like like history. I like I love like like just history and just like." Knowing how things came about, so I'll mm. read, right? But there's no substitution than to actually experience it and experiencing mm. it, right? So there's there's because I can tell you everything, everything in the world that can probably prep you for fatherhood and stuff like that. And then when you become a father yourself, and then I want to say the ups and downs and the wolves. I could have told you at f- age five the kid would be like this, right? But then when you're experiencing like my kid is not like this, right? It's a different kind of vibe, right? It's a different experience. You right. have sometimes you, some things you have to experience for yourself. For yourself, yeah. The adventures, baby. Appreciate the questions, man. Now, Thank that, you. For that the that last question was a good question, real good question. Oh, they're all good questions, but that that last one. Yeah. Well, you felt that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because you know, it's like not not uh, not everybody thinks about that. Well, what makes life worth living? Yeah, not everybody thinks that. Everybody's just, just caught up in the day to day, just trying, just trying to live. Mm. What are you living for? I like I always tell myself and stuff, whatever. Um, I should always treat myself to a meal mm-hmm. whenever I get paid. And as a like, let's say if it's somewhere like I want to experience for the first time, or just something that I I like. I have to treat myself to a meal. Right. If I'm with somebody and stuff, whatever, dope. If I'm not, I'm still going to do it. I think way back when I used to have a fear about going to a restaurant by myself. Yeah. And then I got over it. Yeah. Because I looked at it and stuff was like, I don't, if there's something in my mind about like sitting at a table by yourself, but I looked at it and stuff as well. Most of the places that I do would like to go, don't mind going to stuff now, whatever. Mm, Yeah. They have bars. Yeah. Some bars and stuff whatever. The bartenders might interact with people. People and stuff realize like, you know, oh shit, you're by yourself. And they have convo. Yeah. And then that leads to a whole nother adventure and stuff whatever, right? Like, I, it happened in Memphis. Like mm. I told you. I went there. I went to the Peabody Hotel to go see these, these damn ducks I hear about. I'm like, let me experience these damn ducks. 
got the damn fancy ass drink of the hotel. Yeah. Sitting next to somebody and stuff, formulated a bond, swapped out info. Right. The man bought us a meal for another, for a, told us to go on an another, adventure. Right, yeah. Nah, don't go to this place. Here. Went in his pocket, gave the money. You got to go to this place. Right. I'm like, do you know the owners and stuff? He's like, no. Go for the experience. That's that. That's if that. I was probably at a table by my damn self, probably the rest of the stuff, the rest of the events would never happen. Right. That part. So yeah. We are here. We are here. And I'm with the Soul Say the Sons and this cha-cha-cha slide out of here. Something simple I had cooked up before. Okay. Soul Say the Sons this week says, it's four, it's four words. Be better than before. Soul, Soul Say the, the Sons. Sons. Yes. Experience new things. Grow. If you, if you if you feel like some things stuff that or some behaviors that you do have and they're not good, try to be better. Yeah. If you feel like you're good, why not try to be great? Be better than what a, you were before. I had a boss that told me told me that one time. Be better than before. Um. I think this is the time that my when I've had my um first. Don't drive charge. Okay. Right? And I and I couldn't drive to work. Mm-hmm. And I would take the bus and so forth like that. And and then one day, my boss asked me, right? Because I never said anything. You know, just the embarrassment of, of it all. Mm-hmm. And one day he asked me and I was like, I just fessed up and I told him. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm sorry because I felt like I disappointed him in some way, shape, or form, right? Because mm-hmm. a mentor, right? And he said, 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 no, don't be sorry. Be better. And since that day, I just, I just took that saying with me. Like, we're all going to make mistakes. Of course. No one's ever going to be exempt from making a mistake. Of course. It's what you do after you make that mistake. Absolutely. Right? And being better should be the goal. So say the sons. So say the sons. We are here, lovely folks. We came, we saw, we conquered. We Aha. appreciate you guys. Once YouTube, again. you see these lovely faces and Spotify and stuff as well. And don't forget the socials at potablesons.com. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us for this little bit. And you guys go forth. And be better than before. And be better. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Amen. Amen. Peace. Peace. The Particle Sons was not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. 